Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm a teacher, an ADHDer, a certified life coach, and I created this podcast to spread awareness about ADHD, anxiety, and other mental health conditions and neurodevelopmental disorders. Let's chat about all the challenges, the fun, and the struggles of these things. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi friend, and welcome back to the show. Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carlin. I know that it's been a minute, but this is what it looks like for me because I do have ADHD, but I also have comorbid conditions, anxiety, and seasonal depression. So when my seasonal depression kicks up, when fall is going into winter, I have mood changes. I am, it's difficult for me to sleep and my emotional regulation is at a zero. I am unable to manage my emotions. I get angry. I fly off the handle. I scream. I slam things. But this year I wanted it to be different. I wanted to experience emotions for what they were. And I wanted to know why I was emotionally exploding. So I decided to change the way that I handled emotions. And I decided to make it a way that would help me instead of hurting me with continuous tantrums, screaming outbursts, slamming of doors, saying nasty things I don't mean. So I decided to lean into my coaching program and learn more about emotions and explore my own. And I really can't wait to share what I've learned so far with you. So let's get started. During this episode, I want to briefly describe what emotions are in the sense of like how all humans experience them. Then I want to share why as people with mental health disorders struggle, especially in depression, anxiety, and ADHD with emotional outbursts like anger or extreme sadness. Then to wrap up at the end, I want to share a few ways that you can start to manage your emotions better in order to hopefully lessen the emotional outbursts that you have. So first, what is an emotion? Seriously, you guys, there are so many descriptions, definitions, and examples. It's absolutely insane. So the most basic one that I could think of or make up due to like putting different parts of different definitions in one to put it as the most simple possible An emotion is a vibration in your body. So that's all an emotion is. An emotion is just a feeling in your body. You might feel your emotions in your feet. You might feel them right in your chest. You might feel them in your head, your arms. I personally feel them in my stomach, in my chest. The most basic way to describe why this happens is that thoughts cause your emotions. So your emotion is triggered by a thought in your brain, consciously or subconsciously. So that's where they come from, the brain. 
It all starts with the brain's perception of a situation, usually triggering a thought unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously. Then that causes an emotion. Now, not all emotions are caused by thoughts. Some of them, like this is not to say that triggers, like don't cause emotions of extreme sadness, but in regular emotion feelings without the trigger language, it's usually a situation that triggers a thought that causes an emotion. So you have anxiety, ADHD, and or depression, and you're a person who lets their emotions explode. This can look like crying hysterically, screaming, saying nasty things you don't mean, posting weird things on Facebook, being passive aggressive, slamming doors, stomping around the house or wherever you are, um, ignoring somebody and not speaking to them. This can also look like actual outbursts, like outbursts into screaming or crying, falling to the floor, things like that. Why does this happen? ADHD and anxiety and depression have a brain deficiency in, in the neurotransmitters of dopamine and norepinephrine. In anxiety and depression, there are, are chemical imbalances of serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, and all of this happens in the frontal cortex, the prefrontal cortex, meaning anxiety and depression have a lot of overlapping symptoms with ADHD because the brain is similar in the conditions. We have lower belief in ourselves. People with anxiety have thoughts that are just intrusively coming into their brain. People with depression feel an overwhelming sense of sadness. That being said, the prefrontal cortex is responsible for managing our feelings. Did you know that the place where we feel our feelings, the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex, that's where we manage them? So the two actions even happen in different parts of our brains. There are also parts of our brains that have been formed through our experiences in our past, our upbringing, and how emotions were treated and talked about or not talked about. Hey, ADHD, I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter, who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in-depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show.
Hey listener, if you're enjoying this show, you should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and hit click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. Hey, ADHDer. If you want to dive it deeper into these concepts, head to my show notes to join the Adult ADHD Program for Adults by Kristen Carter. Focused. It's amazing and it's changed my life and it can change yours too. Head to the show notes and get $50 off your first payment. You won't regret it. The amazing part of all this is that once you know how your brain interprets different situations and why certain emotions pop up for you, you can start to practice in order for your brain to change its default reaction. So I want to start this next section out with a question. How were emotions treated in your home when you were younger? How about when you had a big feeling as a child? How was it handled? Were emotions talked about a lot in your house? How about the range of emotions? And my last question is, if you um, came home and you were feeling a big emotion, what would you do? So in healthy homes, emotionally safe homes, you would have a parent to go home to who would validate and comfort your emotions, in turn, slowly teaching you how to validate and comfort and regulate your own. I'm guessing if you read the title of this episode and still press play, (laughs) that you most likely did not grow up in a healthy or emotionally safe home. Now, let me be clear here. Being emotionally safe doesn't mean that, or being emotionally unsafe doesn't mean that you were abused. Emotional abuse is different than emotional neglect. Emotional abuse happens on purpose when a parent is actually trying to hurt your feelings. Emotional neglect is something that can be done subconsciously without anybody even knowing because you're being raised by people who don't have this emotional literacy skill or they don't have the skills to manage the emotions so you were taught to manage emotions by screaming or yelling or slamming things so in what I've read experienced and learned from talking with my clients to my friends to my coaches emotional literacy is something we don't really learn growing up especially if our parents are not that emotional literate meaning They don't have a huge bank 
of words for emotions. When I actually looked it up, there's actually over a thousand emotion words in the English language. Um, if you just search feeling wheel, you'll find about 50 of them. <laughs> Emotional literacy is understanding how you feel and putting the correct feeling word to that emotion. I don't know about you, but as I grew up, I realized that my emotional vocabulary was super limited. I was either happy, sad, mad, or blech. And just an FYI, blech is not an actual emotion. <laughs> so in combination of our brain's inability to process and manage emotions and our emotional upbringing, a lot of our emotions just burst out of us. Why? Because a lot of us grew up conditioned to not really feel our feelings. We do not know how to identify and process and redirect or shift our emotions because we were never taught. We were conditioned to just feel better. Think about it. If you went to a parent crying as a little kid with a big problem, what was said to you? I could tell you what was said to me. You're so small. You're a child. You don't need to have these big emotions. You shouldn't be having these big emotions. What do you have? What do you have to have these big emotions for? You're so small. You're so little. As if it's not a human behavior to have big feelings. So instead, we tend to avoid, bypass, or completely ignore that they're there. So how do we start to build our capacity to feel our emotions? You're definitely not going to like this first step, but you have to be willing to feel your emotions. Yes, even the bad ones, especially the bad ones. If you can't handle actually feeling shame and, and getting through that disgusting emotion, you will not be able to empathize with other people, making you basically a narcissist. <laughs> so yes, you have to start feeling your emotions. Let them wash over you. Stop avoiding them and let them in. So that's first. Next, learn more about emotions in general. So learning about your emotions is not difficult, but it's uncomfortable. You can find books about it, podcasts, or articles to read or listen to. Uh, at the moment, a lot of my information is coming from my coach, Kristen Carter, in Focus, and from, read well, listening to the book Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. So far, reading this book, it's taught me that emotions are super complex. I recently learned that anger is usually driven by other emotions like anxiety, Shame, fear, extreme sadness, guilt, worry, disappointment, being hurt, jealousy, and or embarrassment. Hiding behind your emotional outbursts also lay the emotions of isolation, overwhelming stress, and outrage at injustice, rejection, humiliation, loneliness, and or grief. So anger is actually just a signal. It's telling you to slow down, to assess and manage your actual emotion, especially for those of us with atypical developing brains. 
as we have much lower self-soothing and regulation skills. After educating yourself about emotions and expanding your emotional literacy, you can start to identify your actual emotion and then feel it. Not for too long, like you don't have to just feel the feeling forever, but for about five to ten minutes so that you can assess it. I want to take this time to remind you that I am not a doctor or a therapist. I am just a teacher, a life coach, and a fellow ADHDer that is sharing experiences and tools that I've learned that help me so I can help you become the best you that you can be. That being said, if grief or some other huge feeling is too hard to reach to even manage for you, I do suggest seeking out some professional help from an appropriately informed therapist. I had a therapist who was also an ADHD coach and it changed my life. I've also gotten trauma-informed therapy and I've also gotten therapy due to interrelated family issues. So I'm telling you, therapy can change your life. I know it's hard to find a good therapist that fits right for you, but keep trying. Don't give up. You'll find somebody, I promise. So managing emotions also means managing yourself, meaning treat your condition, ADHD, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, take your meds if you have them. Do your legwork to meet your basic needs. Being hungry, angry, lonely, or tired exacerbates emotional outbursts. And being a hungry, angry, lonely, or tired or halt, as I've learned in a lot of the programs that I've done for mental health, it literally almost incapacitates your ability to feel your actual emotions. So take care of you first. Then when an emotion comes up for a person who has ADHD, anxiety, or depression, it comes on fast and hard. We feel flooded with emotion. It takes over our entire body. So to even start managing this, I just started journaling about my emotions um, I'm going to post this as a freebie in the show notes of kind of a template of what I used. And it was more like just exploration. Like what happened? What emotion flooded my body? What thought or thoughts caused this emotion? Do I want to shift emotions? What thoughts do I need to think to shift my emotions? And then I always remind myself to make sure that the thoughts that I'm shifting to actually are ones that I believe. This will help our weak working memories and it will help us practice to start identifying our emotions and managing them when we have them. The process that I explained above should usually is done after an emotional outburst to explore it. That's what has to happen first. And then you can actually go through and you'll be able to eventually identify it before you have to write all this stuff down about it. <clears throat> so my next caveat here is why should we care? Why do we care about this? I want to let you have a second to just think about why should we care? Well, emotions drive our actions. So if you're feeling angry, your action is most likely not going to serve you because you're acting from a place of anger, which is why I mentioned above, do I want to shift emotions? Emotions also motivate action. When feeling tired, sad, lonely, etc., 
we are far less likely to get started on things on our to-do list or far less likely to even do the things that we want to do to be a productive member of society. And this, friends, just fuels the shame and guilt around our disorders. So a few quick tips to help when shifting an emotion. Try changing your physical location. Go outside if you're inside. Go inside if you're outside. Go into a different room. Go to a different lighting space. Maybe take a shower. Or if that's not accessible, wash your hands and face. Do some physical activity. Do some journaling. And meditation and yoga can also help as well. So to recap. People with mental health disorders have more difficult time identifying, naming, and regulating emotions. This can feel like being flooded with emotion. To start improving our skills of managing emotion, we much must expand our emotional literacy. Then we need to begin the process of learning how to manage them by slowing down, identifying the sensation in your body, putting a name to the emotion, and creating a plan for when these situations happen. I'm telling you, some of this work has changed my life, and if you want to dive deeper, always head to my show notes and click that link to save me and you money on our next month in focus because my ADHD coach has changed my life. This emotional course that she's doing right now in November is brand new. And if you join in November, you get immediate access. And you usually, you don't get access until you've been in the program for three months. This is a big, big thing that I think all of us should work on. I want to be clear here as I wrap up this episode that this is not an overnight process. This work takes time, a lot of effort, and it can be exhausting. But I promise it's worth it or I wouldn't be writing a podcast episode on it. I want to hear how you're going to try or how you're going to start or what you took away from this episode. If we're not connected on Instagram already, I'm at authenticallyADHD underscore Carmen Irace. Hit me up and let me know how it worked out for you. That's all I have for now. Stay authentic, my friends. We'll talk soon.